Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the very first inaugural episode of the Cutting Out Early podcast. This is a this is a big deal. This is a big deal. I have Alex Newt to my right. Yeah, this is a huge deal. <laughs> Zach Montgomery to my left. This is a long time coming. Yeah, Zach Montgomery cutting in today. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but this is uh this is something that we've been wanting to do for a uh, I don't know a few months now, maybe even a year or so. We've been talking about it a while, but um, anyway, uh, hope everyone out there is doing great today. Uh, this is the Cutting Out Early podcast. It's the first episode, and um, like I said, it's something we wanted to do, get it out there, uh, have a format, have a podcast, have a medium to uh, uh, talk about a lot of the things that we talk about almost on a daily basis when we get together. We do uh, spend a lot of time hanging out when we're not going to law school or studying for the bar exam or going to med school or whatever it may be. And, um, you know, some of the conversations we have, I think, would be great for a podcast. And that's kind of the conclusion that we made. <laughs> well, I also think that we, we, we listen to a lot of local radio. We do. At least we, I mean, we, 97 ones the one we listen to. And we were listening, like, a couple days. And the guy's on there. Like, we're like, we can do what they're doing. Like, he's not that good. The conversations are whatever. <laughs> like, shots fired right away. No, I'm just saying. Like, it, it's very doable just for us. And uh, I... And it might not always be as professional as some of those radio shows sure. or whatnot, or even a lot of the top-tier podcasts that are out there. But we just feel like we have a lot of opinions and a lot of things that we're interested in. And we just want a way to share that with the world. And um, I went to Michigan Tech. Uh, four years, I did a radio show up there, a talk show. And uh, it was honestly one of the best things that I uh, enjoyed uh, about Michigan Tech. It was so much fun. I mean, believe me, there's a lot of good things about Michigan Tech. But the radio was one of the best. It was just a blast. And uh, it's always something that I kind of wanted to get back to in a way. Um, I, I do miss it. And uh, this is a, a really good opportunity for that to happen. And um, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I was, I was certainly always jealous of your show up there. I, I don't know if I could have had the dedication that you did to do a show twice a week, but... Sure. Uh, you know, jumping on every once in a while was was always fun, and I'm I'm really glad that we can uh, get together and do this now. Yeah, I think so. No, it's 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 gonna be fun, and like I said, there's gonna be flaws, there's gonna be hiccups. This is the first episode. This is the first time we've used a mixing board that we own. It's the first time we've set everything up. It's not gonna be picture perfect, at least not right off the bat. It probably never will be. <laughs> I mean, we are human, but you know, we're doing the best we can and we're hoping to post this, uh, you know, get it to iTunes. I'm, you know, Spotify, it, I think whatever it may be, get it all out wherever there. you choose to listen to your podcast. Exactly. Well, we exactly. also, we have a website first, right? That's what we're going off first. I'm not sure. Well, yes. well you're kind of so, taking control of that. Yes. We're, I think it should be available on Apple podcasts and Spotify. Eventually, uh, it will be posted to anchor.fm slash cutting out early uh, to begin with for sure. And hopefully we'll be able to transition it to those other platforms as well. And we have uh, social media stuff too, right? 
Yes. What yes. are the handles? Yes, we do. So we have a Twitter and an Instagram and a Facebook page. Our Twitter handle is at Cutting Out Early. Our Instagram is Cutting Out Early dot podcast. And our Facebook uh, should just be Cutting Out Early. Okay. So you can find us there on all three of those platforms. Uh, they're not super active yet, but they will be now that we're getting up and running. Uh, so just look for us there if you want some more information. It's probably going to be a uh, once a week deal. It's probably going to be you know an hour or so long. We'll see. We're, we're we're not having a strict time frame, but that's kind of the loose frame, just depending on you know the nature of the discussion. There's going to be things that run long. Or run short. There could be days where we have nothing to talk about. But a Tuesday night, we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about over the weekend and stuff coming up this coming weekend, whatever it may be. And uh, there's, there's a lot to get into today if we want to jump into it. Max, I don't think you've ever had a day where you've had nothing to talk about. <laughs> there is a lot that I have to talk about, that's for sure. Yes. And I do like talking. Yes, you do. I, I think my just a general description of this podcast, I think my best interpretation of it would be somewhat of... A lifestyle magazine kind of thing where we're going to be talking about news uh, in the in the world. We're going to be talking about sports. We're going to be talking about pop culture. But then we're also going to have some feature items where we talk about things that might not necessarily be timely, but things that hopefully you and definitely us are interested in. Absolutely. And here's one more thing that I do want to throw out there. Like I said, this is the first time we're doing this. If there's any suggestions, improvements, anything that you think they should be doing this or they shouldn't be doing that whatever it is send us a dm please we'll look please. at it we will read it we want to try to get this as polished and as clean and as as crisp sounding not just the actual audio sounding but content wise whatever you want to hear about let us know we're open to read your comments very very much so we have no right to be offended by your criticism <laughs> <laughs> we hardly have a right to be talking on the internet so this is already a stretch very but true. We're, we're, we're doing it somehow, and we're going to get through it. Um, but one of the things that I did want to jump into was uh, last night, uh, I was able to DVR the three stations, and maybe this is old school because I still have cable. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Bronco was revealed last night, and uh, for the nature of full disclosure, I do work at GM, so I know I can kind of set that aside when I say that I was – Pretty darn impressed last night. But one thing I will say really quick, each of the three stations, it was kind of a unique way that a car company did something. And I've never seen this done before like this. But it was on every platform, cable, uh, social media. They had a YouTube channel going with all this stuff. But if you're watching the cable channels on ABC, ESPN, and uh, uh, Net Geo, I think it was, each uh, station had a like three-minute integrated mini like mini movie ad it was a three minute advertisement put on by ford and each different channel showcased uh one of the three new broncos that are available the four door the two door and then the sport um i saw them all and um i i was impressed they look sharp as a car guy as a gm guy i'd want to get one yes i was very very impressed as well and i thought that was a really unique way to sort of showcase the new product and i i wonder if that has anything to do with their um, blackout on Facebook right now, because Ford is not doing any Facebook ads for. I didn't know that for this month. Really? Uh, is there a reason? There's a lot of companies that are doing it to protest Facebook's um, oh uh, policies regarding yeah. content that yeah. can be posted. But anyway, I, I wonder if that has anything to do with their decision to to post it the way they did and partner with the Disney companies. Although I kind of doubt that they, that it did, just because it was such a larger platform than even Facebook can provide to do it the way they did, but I agree. I was completely blown away. I thought it was a beautiful vehicle. I mean, it exceeded my expectations. I've been waiting for it for a long time. 
My, I mean, my car is due for a replacement, <laughs> and I've been hoping that a Bronco could be that replacement. And, I mean, I need to learn a little bit more, but I'm thinking that it very well could be. Well, really quick about the format, and I want to get your take on this, Zach, too, because it was unique. And I, I, I'd i imagine this was planned months and months in advance, so it probably was unrelated to Facebook. But they wanted to kind of get this multimedia image that everyone saw regardless of the platform and integrated into like kind of a, a, a cool story. Like two of them were rock climber stories, two of them. Um, I'm trying to remember the third one. Uh, the, the third one was two were rock climbers, which was kind of interesting. Two were rock climbers. The third one was a uh, country I, music star. Oh, that's right. It was, it was cause it was during the CMA awards Yes, on uh, on ABC. But I thought the format CMA was fest. CMA. Excuse me, CMA shows what I know about country music, uh, but it's kind of an interesting way to do that. And I feel like a lot of other manufacturers, uh, car companies especially, are probably going to follow a similar format for maybe new releases, especially big ones. But I don't know. Did you see it last night, Zach? Well, I I think it's interesting because I feel like the the Bronco just in, the, in its design, it kind of targets like a younger audience. Like it's a younger, sleeker. And then the way they kind of went at it, they went at it for ABC, ESPN, and like these cables. And I feel like that's targeting more of an older demographic. So I think it's kind of interesting how they were able to do, you know, these two different things <clears throat> with the uh, with with the car. You know? Well, they also are targeting the older audience just based on nostalgia. I mean, these things have been around since, what was it, 66 was the first year for the Bronco? This is off the top of my head. I think it was. I believe so. I think it was 66 to 96 that they made it. Yeah. And... They're also targeting the older generation because that's who can afford to pay for it. Sure, sure. What was the starting price? The starting do, price do is right around base? 30 It's like 28-something for the base, okay. but the base is very, very bare bones. So you're going to end up paying about 30 or 35 even if you want to get a few options. And then you can pay up to about 55 I think, for that first edition Ford or their, um, what's it called, their, their performance uh, trim level. Do you have the, uh, the different trims up, Zach? Yeah, yeah. Which one do you like? Or I guess I should say between the Sport, the four-door, the two-door. I thought putting an SUV as a two-door is something that car companies used to do, but I love it. I love it. That's what I would do. So before we get into talking about the actual design of the vehicle, should we play a clip? Go ahead. Okay. Do you have it up? Just since we're done talking. Yeah, I do have it up. Okay. Let me play it real quick. Fire it up. All right. Ready? So this is the teaser video. This country has a strange relationship with the wild. As much as we talk about it and paint paintings of it and sing songs about how we're destined to be it, we seem to spend every waking hour in places that keep us away from it. Look at those horses. Back to I the wild, we need something built for it. There's the old one they're showing. Something oh, that short. acts like it's been out now here Now it's transitioned to the new one. Man, because cool. it has. It's the two door with the doors off. Wow. Introducing the return of a legend. The all-new Bronco two-door. The first ever Bronco four-door. And the adventure-ready Bronco Sport. Wow. What I really like... get you to all those places you normally only see in nature documentaries. Is that they really show just tearing up the terrain. For adventure. It's offered in a stick. the open air on the open road, in the parts of the world without posted speed limits. Because if something is going to be called a Bronco, it better be able to live up to that name. Meet the future of off-roading. 
Uh, built wild. The all-new Bronco family. <laughs> that sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> it's a cool ad. It, it really is. And I got to say, if that doesn't have you ready to run through a brick wall straight to your local Ford dealership, I don't know what that is. <laughs> is this going to hurt the market for Jeep? I hope so. Is it going to be significant? I, I, I feel like if you're looking for a Jeep and this Bronco comes out, you got to reconsider. This thing is bad ass. Absolutely. Man. I think that I mean I think Ford's intention was they saw the Wrangler uh demographic and they saw room for growth even in that market. So, I think there's definitely room for both cars and while it might detract from Jeep a little bit, I think Ford's going to build their completely their own market for this thing. I hope so. I mean, what other brand besides Jeep makes a car like this? Nothing. Toyota had the FJ Cruiser and they have the 4Runner, but other than I mean, the 4Runner's even pricier. So that's almost not an option. GM does have the Blazer. Uh, they designed it to a more modern styling, um, put it on the C1 platform, which people have their opinions about. It's a it's a nice car. I've been in it. But it didn't capture the uh, – I don't think it captured the nostalgia that the uh, the Broncos doing. You know, the Blazer has been around forever, and they took a break, and now they brought it back. It's a, it's a beautiful car, but there's something about the Bronco that has more of a – cult-like following i would imagine and they really went after the nostalgia factor and kind of you know used features from back in the day incorporated that with the modern technology and created what they did now and uh, i I think it's really cool i I was i was reading about this uh on the free press this morning uh, just about how they they designed it the design process and they were following around uh these outdoor adventurers for a few weeks at a time, maybe even months, I'm not really sure. And I didn't quite get whether the adventurers owned Broncos or whether they're borrowing Broncos or whether they were just using Jeep Wranglers or something similar. Here's the story. It's in the free press. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's giving like a little testimonial from a few different guys about their experience with it. I think what they did was Ford just gave it to them and said, go about your life, do some adventure stuff, go climbing, go hiking, go canoeing, whatever it is, and take the car with you and see what it's like. Right. And so what I liked about this story was that whoever they quoted from Ford said that they tried to identify as many pain points as they possibly could about having a car like that and remove them. So like with a Jeep Wrangler, you take the doors off and then you have nowhere to put it. Right. So you can't take the doors on a, you know, a a weekend trip, take the doors off for a day and find a place to put them. But on this new Bronco, it'll have a place for you to store the doors. In the four door. Yes. In the four door. Uh, You know, it'll have, uh, it'll have all those, uh, you know, really what's the word i'm looking for uh <laughs> you're trying to think of all it. the all the practical elements that you need when you have an impractical car like that because an impractical car like that does create a lot of really practical needs for you uh 2.3 liter four cylinder uh turbocharged uh 270 horsepower that's the standard engine the optional 2.7 liter twin turbo v6 which is a 310 horsepower only 40 horsepower more uh that's the optional bigger engine the standard engine the four cylinder uh is the only one available with a manual which i know i would like that would be fun i know that's not your thing but man is it cool not my style but you know, I've seen a few comments online about the output of these engines, the, the size only having a 2.3 and a 2.7, wanting to have a V8 in a, yeah. in a Bronco like that. But I think people are missing. It's putting out 400 pound-feet of torque, which is quite a bit out of a 2.7 liter V6 engine. If you want to get through some mud, that'll, that'll take care of it for you. Yeah, I I really think any, any complaints on that end are just missing the point. Are you placing your order, Zach? 
I am right now. <laughs> I am actually going with the four door. Is that your style? Yeah, the four doors. Yeah, that is the choice. That's very cool. No, it's it's a good car. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how it sells. I know there's sixty thousand plus reservations today alone from that Bronco. Right, <laughs> that's what I heard. That's very impressive. That's very impressive. Now I will say reservations. It's a hundred dollars and it's refundable. So, I mean, who knows if how many of those will actually turn into sales? But it is a very impressive number. Right. No, absolutely. Um. Okay. Uh, do you guys want to move on? The other big story of the day, of the week? Sure, unless there's something else you want to talk about. Uh, Zach, any comments about the Bronco? No, I think we covered it pretty well. <laughs> I, I want one of us to get one. I really do. I, At least want to drive one. I'm strongly considering it. I really Do am. it. Cause it's that gonna... thing's been, your car's been to the moon and back by now, right? However many miles it has, for God's sake. Well, I'm hoping to do another trip, but... <laughs> No, no, no. Don't you have a bet that you have to put on another, what is it, 300,000 miles? It's with you, Yeah, it? it is. It is. So I need to reach 400,000 total miles on my vehicle, or I owe Max $200, and I owe our other friend $200. We're going to make it there. Hmm? We're gonna, it's not going to make it's, it, first of all. We'll it's currently right bet. around 219, 219,000 miles. So I'm over halfway there. It's a good start. It's a 2006 Toyota Highlander Limited Hybrid. Ooh, <laughs> Mr. Limited Hybrid over here. Yes. So, I mean. So, it'll only take you another 15 years to get to that. Or... <laughs> <laughs> there is no. It's a piece of crap. It doesn't work. <laughs> it works great. It is a beautiful vehicle. I just got it washed the other day. It looks great. I love how you when you go on trips and then when you come back, you discover what was wrong with the car during the trip. There was something going on that you needed to go to the dealer for. You may have just discovered it. You know, a big thing, but there you go. Well, It still made the trip. Well, it's happened a few times, but it's, you know, sometimes it takes a 2,000-mile trip to really find out what's wrong with the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't know. I mean, what? Did we drive to Dallas and back with no brakes? Maybe. No, we but we were safe. We got there and We back. had brakes. That's just... all that matters. We only had front brakes, but it's okay. <laughs> Those are the only ones you need. That's all you need. <laughs> Um, the other big story, um, and uh, this is something that everyone's talking about in the world of sports when there's not really many sports going on, except golf, which we'll get into in a bit. Uh, the Washington Redskins, the name has been confirmed to be changed. We don't know what it's going to be yet. It's been quote-unquote retired. It's been retired. And uh, this is something that I know people have their points of contention about. They either like it, they hate it, they want to see the change, they want the name to stay the same, uh, whatever it may be. I didn't think Daniel Snyder was going to do it. The only reason he did it was because money. No. Because the advertisers pulled out. Absolutely. FedEx demanded it. Nike said they'd stop selling the jerseys. Walmart said they'd stop selling the jerseys. Yeah. I think Nike was the big one. Like I think FedEx was the big one. That's the name of their stadium. Right. I well, mean, I that would have been huge. I mean, yeah, but what, what when you go to a Nike store, like you don't see their product. Like, What are you going to buy? Where are you oh, going to sure. get it from? Oh, you mean as, as far as carrying their product? Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, absolutely. But it's something that has been talked about for a while. And um, <laughs> South Park did a great, a great episode about this, I think, like six years ago, when this was brought up back then. Oh, yeah. It's when, been going on for like 20 years or something like well, that. Well, yeah, I know. But it's it's really gotten a lot more steam recently. And obviously now it's kind of reached a breaking point. But it's changed. And um, it's going to be something different. We don't know what it's going to be. I'm. I, what do you think they're going to change it to? Do you think they're going to kind of keep the same... I guess, image or vibe, or are they going to go in a totally different direction? Well, my my best guess is that they want to do all they can to at least maintain the same color scheme. Uh, I just think that would make the transition so much smoother when it comes to, 
your your stadium, everything around your stadium, the the clothing that your fans own, and I think the one nice thing about football is that at least on your jersey, it's not you know the logo is not too prominent. So I think a lot of their fans will probably keep their jerseys for a while. They won't oh, yeah. they won't feel the need to replace them right away, um, unless you know they like a lot of people identify the logo as racist. But then they probably wouldn't have bought it. In if the first you're place. extremely woke, you will not keep that jersey. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think the name itself is kind of stupid in the first place. Like, all racism aside, like, it's just, like, I don't know. Like, it's not a very, like, sporty, like, rah-rah team name, you know? It's not like the, the Spartans or the Wolverines or, I mean, yeah. even the Lions. Like, it, it's just not, it's just like a, it's just a flat sort of generic name that, you know, that, that you could, they could do a lot with it. There's a lot they could do with it. They... What, what about the Skins? What about the Radskins? Just make up a word. Keep it kind of similar. The Radskins. Kind of keep it cool. Keep it fun. I think that's missing the point. <laughs> no, I, I, li- know, I, know. I like the Red Wolves. I think the Red Wolves would be the best one for Red it. Wolves. I, I really like the idea of Red Tails. Because I, I saw an idea online about naming it Red Tails after the Tuskegee Airmen. Because I guess their planes had very prominent red tails. And the Tuskegee Airmen, of course, were the first african-american uh battalion or whatever you call them right in, in the air force right they served in world war ii they made a big movie about it a, a few years ago and it's obviously very patriotic very uh very timely to to name uh, it after them. i mean yeah but does the red tails is that like does that trigger something with your everyday nfl football guy i mean it's just like i don't know i mean if you know the history behind it yeah there's something there but I'm, it, there's like it's it, i think of all the other nfl names you have there's like none that have like a serious like does, meaning behind does it. Does 49ers get you pumped up? No, <laughs> no. I actually I think the 49ers is a terrible name. <laughs> it's a horrible name. You know, when I was really young and didn't really get into football, uh, when I was really young, I I had no idea the 49ers was a name of a team. Like that was like I thought that was just like some like weird nickname that one of my buddies called it or my dad called it the 49ers. Something. No, that's the name of their team. Really. Okay, it's after the gold rush, 1849. I guess, but I, I didn't even know that. I just learned that Philadelphia right Philadelphia 76ers. What do you think that's named? Well, after? that's 1776, right? Wow. Is that going to be changed? <laughs> that could be changed next. What's going to be the next team to be changed? Cleveland well, Indians? Is maybe, that next? Maybe. What do you think, Sarah? See, I think I think the Indians is different than the Redskins. I don't know. I I it's still a generic term. Yeah. But we don't need to get into the uh the uh the uh, well when one domino falls there's going to be more that's my point so i i just think that this is going to be the first domino to fall in a number of changes like the the tomahawk chop that's going to be gone they're not going to play that music anymore um at florida state and wait why not because it's you know it's not appropriate anymore I don't know. I, I I feel like isn't that isn't that the real deal? Are they changing were they, it? Where they mimic like what a Native American battle cry is supposed to sound? I think it's kind of cool. It like brings you together. I, if <gasps> anything, it's like honoring. Zach. I don't think I don't think it's disrespectful. So, like, I know. I I no. I agree. It, I agree. In all fairness, in the Free Press article that uh, I was reading about um, the Redskins uh, name change, they were talking to a, a Native American gentleman in the Grand Rapids area who's advocated for certain Michigan high schools to, to change their names from Native American-type uh, names. And he was talking about how Central Michigan Chippewas and the Florida State Seminoles are a different story because those two schools work with the local tribes to educate and promote and represent them respectfully. Sure. Um, and I, I definitely think that that is a very important factor 
when you're going to be appropriating a culture for your mascot. Listen, if they do it in compliance with the tribe and everything and whatever it may be, whatever culture they are appropriating, then sure, that's, right. that's, that's fine. Right, so if the Seminoles aren't a fan of the tomahawk chop, then they'll get rid of it. But if the Seminoles like it, then they'll keep it. Right. Oh, sure. exactly. Okay. It's, right. it's just the nature of the times. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely a good point. Um, I will say that uh, this weekend is something that I'm kind of looking forward to. The uh, oh the memorial yeah oh that's gonna be great the <laughs> golf tournament on the same course they played last week Zach I know you're not really into golf or all at all and it's not really your thing I don't even think you watch it really I mean I'll watch it on Sunday if it's on but I'm I'm not paying attention to it Does Tiger Woods playing in this tournament affect your viewing habits in any way or is that not even a factor because it's a factor in a lot of people Honestly I think it would it would still be on like if it's yeah. you know Sunday Sunday afternoon it's the golf's always on the TV it's just how it is so What so. about unless NASCAR's on What about Thursday Friday and Saturday <laughs> Con- Considering uh, there's no other sports for you to watch right now I mean, except soccer really No I I won't be watching it Thursday or Friday I don't think so Maybe a little bit on Saturday but Sunday's golf day, so. But you won't even follow, maybe on Twitter, just to see how the big names are doing. Well, maybe if they don't make the cut, or you know, someone is making the cut. I don't know. We'll see. He's got to put some money on it. That'll be glued to the table. There TV. you go. <laughs> if only we had mobile betting in Michigan. <laughs> That's a whole different topic. Uh, but it is kind of interesting how this week. Uh, I don't, do they normally do this where they play the same course no. two weeks in a row? Is this this like is one the, of the first, first time? This is the first time they've done it since 1957. No kidding. Yes. I looked that up. Do you, is there a reason why? Maybe certain courses yes. won't accept yes. them because of well, COVID? Is that what we're on? I don't know why they chose to do this back-to-back, but I know last week the tournament was replacing the John Deere Classic, which is normally held in Carmel, Indiana, at Deer Run, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week replaced the John Deere Classic. Now this week is the Memorial Tournament, which is normally held at Muirfield Village in Dublin, Ohio, but it's normally earlier in the year. Um, this is actually the week that the Open Championship was supposed to be. Oh, I got you. Yes. Okay. So I don't know why they have it back-to-back like this, but it's why they have two tournaments at the same course. Tiger Woods' first time back since the uh, tour restarted, other than that charity event that he played with uh, uh, Phil and Brady and uh, Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. which was that was before this really got going. And like This is when sports were still pretty much 100% dead. And I got to tell you, that was one of the most exciting, fun things that I've watched this year. I mean, so far this year, that was a fantastic tournament. I mean, charity event, uh, not tournament, but it was good TV. It was fun to watch, and man, it just kind of was a nice break from everything. Uh, now that golf is pretty much the only sport back on, I've, I have i mean, I always watch golf, but I've gotten a lot more into it. It's just nice to watch something that's not the news or a, a rerun of the Super Bowl from 12 years ago. You know, I want to watch something new and live. And, and these golf tournaments have been really exciting. Last weekend, when they went into like three overtimes, I believe. Yes. Man, was that good. I did catch that, yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I nice. caught the end of it. That was good. That was very good. Yeah. Is there anyone not playing because of uh, health reasons? No? There's a few people that drop off from time to time. Um, I don't think any big names but you'll see it like on monday or tuesday so and so tested positive or the caddy tested positive mm-hmm. and they're dropping out or whatever it may be and you can't replace a caddy well you can but the idea is the golfer was with the caddy probably so mm-hmm. i think yeah they're quarantining themselves 
Plus, golfers like their caddies. Yeah, caddies are very important. They're huge. Yeah. They're very big. That's like if uh, Matt Patricia caught COVID and the Lions wanted to play without him. How would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is very easily. But. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. No, it's it's it's, it's, it's going to be fun, though. But, um, yeah, so I saw today that Tiger didn't come back yet because of COVID, though. He was concerned about it. Okay. But he's back now, thankfully. Sport yeah. sport has missed him. I also I, I read somewhere that he was he was upset because he was running so much and he thinks it's messed with his knees or something when he was older. Did I read that right? Hey, you guys see that too? I did like, not see I that. totally missed that. Where's no, the story? No, Pull I, it up. Oh, hold on. I guess I got to Tiger go Woods said this? Yeah, no, he was he, he blames his his well, he's got back issues now, right? Yes. Yeah, he blames his back issues on all the running he was doing when he was younger or something like that. You hear that, kids? Oof. Don't run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many miles you run today? How many? Uh, just three. Oh, just not, not that many. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that, though. That's interesting. Yeah, it, it, golf.com. His biggest regret is that running destroyed his body or something like that. Wow. What does he say? What else did he say? Um, no, not you're putting me on the spot. I, I am putting read, you on the I spot. I haven't read the whole article yet. My, my, dad, <laughs> my dad blames his back problems on running, too. Well, they always say it screws up your knees. No, his back. Well, you sure your your back too, but right. I mean, I always heard your knees were just based on the impact. I think I think they've improved technology in shoes a lot since back then. I would imagine my so. knees used to bother me when I ran, but then I got new shoes, like proper running shoes, right? And I don't have a problem anymore at all. I really think that shoe technology has come a long way. So I'm sure it has. You can keep running, kids. You're not going to hurt yourself. <laughs> running over 30 miles a week. For probably my first five to six years on tour, pretty much destroyed my body and my knees. So it's not just his back, it's his knees. Oh, wow. So he was running 30 miles a week and playing golf? Yeah, that's that's a lot of miles. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of miles. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as many miles as your car. I'm just kidding. Almost. <laughs> you can't beat that. You can't beat that. No, but it should be a fun tournament. I'm looking forward to it. It's one of those things that you can just toss on and enjoy. I mean you like golf if you don't like golf forget it yeah i'm sure you'll fast forward through this that's fine right yeah <laughs> just uh just to give you a little information uh we've got 89 repeat golfers from last week at the same tournament so there's going to be a lot of people who are very familiar with this course should make for some very entertaining golf well let me ask you a question kind of related off that they're playing the same course as we know they're changing the uh pin position i'm sure the greens are going to be faster they're changing the tee boxes making it longer would a player and we can go if you were playing this uh, would a player prefer this? Would they consider this an advantage that they played last week, even with these minor changes? Or is it pretty much the same as playing a totally new course? I'm I'm not sure. I've, I've thought about that. I've debated about it. I know if it was me, it wouldn't help at all because I don't have the same control over my, uh, my shots as these players do. But I would say that i mean there's probably a story out there that that details whether they see it as an advantage or not well, it's an interesting topic i i would guess that it, it probably is an advantage i mean it would have to be because although they are changing the tee boxes to make the course play longer they are changing the greens to make them run faster that you're still going to be generally more familiar with the course having played it the fairways are going to be the same right the fairways are going to be the same. Yeah, They've it, torn up the grass and actually designed incredibly brand new fairways. Totally <laughs> different shapes. The, I think number seven hole is number 11 now. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Are you serious? No, the fa- <laughs> yes, the fairways are the same. Well, what I, can you do to the fairways? Well, no. Except water them a little bit maybe and cut them. The, yeah, you, you, you probably <laughs> couldn't, you couldn't cut them narrower. You could definitely cut them wider. Maybe. The Depending. fairways are the same. Depending. Yes, yes. <laughs> 
No, no, it'll be fun though. So I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I was, I was reading on it though that they do expect the scores to be um, higher. I suppose. Mm-hmm. So the, the just because win- it's longer. Right. The winning score last week was minus nineteen, and they said don't, don't expect it to be lower than that. Uh, sure. I, I don't think it's dipped. It hasn't been a higher score than twelve under par though. I think ever, or maybe recently. Do you guys have money on it? Not yet. Not yet. Well, I mean, we do our little friend bet. Mm. Yeah, we so we pick this is maybe this is something that the listeners of the podcast can pick up, but we uh, we take the the list of golfers and we look at the odds that they have. Both from Bovada. From Bovada.lv, if that's <laughs> where you want to pull your odds from. Sure. But I'm sure you could pull it from any uh, any book, and we pick one golfer in the top ten odds and one golfer outside the top ten odds. And we aggregate their scores, and then between our our small little group, we uh, we have a pool to see who can pick the best total score with their two golfers. Yeah, exactly. It's a fun little game. Just something to. I'm having a hard time picking this week, to be honest. I know. I got to look into it. I know, cause I'm. I just again the whole thing about playing. You know, two weeks in a row. I want to know should I aim for a golfer who played really well last week, or should I maybe try and aim for a golfer who. Um, you know, maybe didn't do so well, but showed signs of promise. Maybe they can get it together this week, and the other guy will feel a little bit fatigued. Or I could even uh, pick a golfer who didn't play last week because they'll be fresh. Wow, you're really you're really putting some thought into this. You're thinking about it more than I <laughs> yeah, am. Yeah, that's I, why you've won so far. I need, I have you won, won yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> well, we've only done two weeks. I know. I really want to win that five dollar pool. <laughs> we should, we, should, we gotta up the ante on that. Yeah, but anyway, so uh, returning this week, who played last week? You have Colin Morikawa. Uh, who beat Justin Thomas in the playoff. That was incredible. Uh, you've got, of course, Justin Thomas, who's had three top tens in his last four events. You've got Victor Hovland, the rookie, who's played in all five events since the tour has restarted and finished in the top 25 in all five of those events. Uh, you've got Patrick Cantlay, who had a super hot final round last week, and he's the reigning champ of this tournament. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you've got the golfers who are coming back to play this week, Tiger, Rory, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, the world number one. Uh, and God, get, he, oh, my God. It's so fun watching him drive the ball. He can just crush it. <laughs> it's but unbelievable. But you got another long hitter coming back this week in Dustin Johnson. Ooh, that's true. And that's he true. won, what was that, the Travelers? Did he? Or he won the tournament two weeks ago. Maybe it wasn't the Travelers. Whatever it's called. He won yeah. the tournament two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be a really good weekend of golf, I, I think. I see you're on this list. Uh, Xander? That's you, Oh, right? Xander, Xander Shoffley? Yeah. I can't say his last name properly, I don't think. <laughs> Xander Shoffley. Is that it's, it? It's like me saying Ekradongrich chairs. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll never be able to say that word for as long as I live. I just can't do it. For, for those who couldn't make it out, it's Adirondack. Adirondack chairs. I'll say it once, and then I'll be, I won't be able to say it again. It's just one of those things. But anyway, um, what do you guys want to get into? Do you guys want to get into uh, the uh, some other topics from the uh, from the show prep? Did we do show prep today? We did. <laughs> we did a little bit. We did. No, I mean I don't know. I, there there are a few other things that I, I uh, thought we could uh, discuss. Uh, actually, this is this is kind of a funny story. And one of the things that I uh, saw just before we started, uh, 
The uh, popular Grand Haven Corn Dog Shack is facing backlash for the owner's anti-mask Facebook rant. And this isn't a discussion about the uh, the weeds, about the post. It's just a discussion about the post in general. And also to mention that Pronto Pups is a really good place to go. It's this tiny little shack in Grand Haven. It's right on the river. And it's right by the lighthouse. It's just this tiny, tiny little shack. But they have these, like corn dogs and i know it's just a corn dog but it's this like really unique way of cooking it this really thin batter i got it like two years ago when i was staying in grand rapids oh oh are they good they've been around forever too so max you gotta tell me how does a how does a corn dog stand in in grand haven michigan make you know such a huge impact i'm like lost it's a it's a top story in the free press today if you can believe that i did Um, not see the post so maybe you could give me a little description of a popular west michigan corn dog shack is under fire after the owner posted a rant against masks and the blm movement on the establishment's facebook page which probably is not the best idea i don't think you should really do anything on a business's facebook page other than maybe promote the business isn't that kind of what the page is there for uh, Carl Nelson, the owner of Pronto Pup in Grand Haven, posted on the page Monday evening about topics regarding the COVID-19 pandemic, wearing a mask, Black Lives Matter. The post has been removed from the page, and Nelson could not be reached for comment today. What 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 time did this post come up? Um, <laughs> no, it's a Monday question. evening. <laughs> Monday evening. Nelson began his post. Do they have Tuesday off? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I, I'm not sure if they're open today. I would imagine that they're getting some backlash if they were. <laughs> I would think they probably he took just, the day off. He took the night off, had a couple drinks, and then got a little crazy on his on his Facebook is kind of what it sounds like. So so what did this post say? You said it talked about the masks and the uh, Black Lives Matter movement, but what exactly? I'm, sh- I'm guessing it, you know, denounced them. All right, you ready? Yes. This is what he posted. If any of you believe this is a health issue, unfriend me, please. This is 100% political. We are witnessing a schoolyard bully fight between the right and the left, period. To think anyone would support these morons destroying our nation's economy is just mind-boggling at best. Don't hit me with the rise in cases. I call bull bleep. <laughs> you test more, you find more. <laughs> he really went off. Um, oh, he went on. There is so much misinformation about there. Masks work, then they don't. Save them for the front line. Don't get me started on that attempted glorification and honor robbing of our veterans. Sunlight kills it. Just wait for summer. So many smart individuals out there with facts that the masks make no difference. Problem is, the bleeping media all we see in here. And then he ended it with, good job, Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's got to take a left turn there. I swear to God. What the hell? So so was there a comment on Black Lives Matter or no? It was just all masks. Um, Oh, he went on. Uh, BLM has absolutely nothing to do with racism. It's funded by George Soros and the Democrat Party to destroy the economy. It's working. On that note, why isn't that asshat Soros dead? He openly admits this. Give me his address. Well, I, wow. This is a long post. I think you should be in trouble for writing too long of a post. <laughs> I mean, this is just too much. Do have a character limit for Facebook? Yeah, well, I, I hate to break to this guy, but if, if COVID or the Black Lives Matter movement are quote-unquote, destroying his business. I think his rant definitely did. (laughs) Listen to this. After the post received backlash, believe it or not, a post on the Pronto Pup Facebook page said the original controversial post was intended for the owner's personal page. Oh, he got confused. That that makes it so much better. I I mean, what's the difference? Jesus. Um, He followed up with another post on Pronto Pup's Facebook page. 
if you want to hear it. In the last few hours, I've been called a racist. Those that know me know that this is the furthest from the truth. <laughs> My sincere apologies it, to this anyone is that... like This happens, like, I don't know, every other week, somebody's like, people are calling me a racist. Yeah. Anyone who actually knows me, this is <laughs> furthest from the truth. Every other week, this is happening. It's, like, it's got to be at least kind of close to the truth. <laughs> this, is called, this is his apology. My sincere apologies to anyone that may have seen the post. So if you saw it, he's apologizing to you. At this time, I have staff that are fearful to come to work due to messages to our phone and their Facebook accounts. That is not fair. Our staff is stellar and second to none. Please do not take your anger with them. I agree with that. But sure. If, if I was his staff, I'd be fearful to come to work to work for him. <laughs> what? He, I'd be afraid he's going to rant at me for an hour. <laughs> wow. He sounds like he's got a bunch of pent-up aggression. But my question is, and this goes for any business owner, why do you have to go to Facebook to, to flaunt your opinions, especially if you own a business? Even if you're employed by a business, that could be have some negative effects. But if you're a business owner, is it really a, a, a prudent move to go to Facebook? Whatever your opinions may be, maybe just kind of not post. Is it really that hard to not type up something and post it to Twitter, post it to yeah. Facebook? Really? I think for anybody, I think everybody needs to take a step back and think, hmm, who really cares about my opinion? Because I guarantee it will be nobody. Yeah. What good can come from that? Like, what was he hoping to get out of that? If you really have a strong opinion, maybe text your buddies first, see what they say about it. Maybe start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know the good that can come from it. Exactly. Text your buddies. Text your friends. Get ragged on by your friends before anything else. Yeah. I mean, look, people can have whatever opinions they want, and... You know, I'm not getting into the weeds of anything like that. And what he said was ridiculous. But the fact is, just don't post it. It's not that hard. Just don't post it. You're running a business. And now his business is being overrun by people protesting, commenting on the business's Facebook page, threatening employees, threatening the owner. And that all came from his decision to post it, regardless if it was a mistake that was on the business's page or his personal page. Who cares? It's just stupid. It's just a stupid decision. It really is. I don't think it's that hard. I mean, it was long enough definitely to get the reaction it deserved, I guess. I yeah. was just wondering, how does a hot dog stand get this kind of publicity from it? <laughs> no, I, dude, this is a big stand. This is a big deal. If you go to Pronto Pup and see on, uh, even on TripAdvisor, I think it's like the number one or two restaurant. This place is fantastic. They are good. They are good. Anyway, it's, it's just kind of one of those things where people are going crazy on Facebook, and it happens all the time. There always seems to be a story about somebody posting on Facebook, and then they have to apologize and delete the post and backtrack, and then but by then they're already canceled. So too late. We'll see if we'll ever go there again. All right, I don't I, know if I can support them. I think I think the lesson <laughs> learned is uh, rather than needing to backtrack, just don't post in the first I, place. I think that's as clear as can be. Maybe Definitely. count to ten, take a deep breath, and then... Uh, I think everyone needs to take a deep breath. Can the what? entire society just a collective? <sighs> and we we saw what happened at which was a very big story. It was a headline story at, on um, on the Channel Four News today about uh, the Quality Dairy uh, stabbing, which is a horrible story. Wait, what? I mean that you didn't hear about this? No, I didn't hear about this. I'll pull it up. Yes, yeah, so this happened at a QD in the Lansing area where a man walked in without a mask, and there was another older man there. I think he was 77, something like that. And he had a mask on, and he confronted the guy without a mask, and he said, hey, like I think you should be wearing a mask or whatever. Anyway, the guy, uh, they had an altercation. They stepped outside. The guy who was not wearing a mask stabbed the guy who was wearing a mask, then took off somewhere. And when he was confronted by police later on, he stepped out of his vehicle, 
with his knife, allegedly, apparently. I don't really yeah. know what happened. They released the they, video, by the way, just oh, recently. Oh, they did. It's, I haven't seen the video. Graphic. So what I heard was the, the officer said, hey, drop your knife, and the guy kept coming at her, so she shot him. Wow. And so he's dead. Wow. And Sean Ernest Ruiz, this is from the Free Press story, he's 43 years old, walked in the cutie at Lansing Road, 6.45 in the morning. Wow. That, that, that's a lot of aggression for so early in the morning. Jeez. Um, Must not have had his coffee. A 77-year-old male customer confronts him about not wearing a mask, which we know is now uh, an executive order. You have to wear a mask inside a business. Uh, Tuesday was the second day of the order. We know that. Uh, both men left the store, like you said. Argument in the parking lot, which led to the stabbing. And uh, the 77-year-old, who is from Lansing, is in stable condition, luckily. But wow. I, 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 it's just... I, I hope stories like this don't come up more often. I, I, I really hope this can maybe be a lesson learned to people to just, you know, take a breath. It's not the end of the world. Relax. I mean, is this really worth it to get into a physical altercation with anybody over this issue? No. I think it's, I think it's insane that anyone would go to these lengths just for being told to, to, I guess, follow the law. Even if you don't really agree with the law. Just do it. It's so much easier than dealing with a confrontation. A hundred percent. At the very least, if there's any reason to do it. Just avoid a confrontation. Isn't, isn't that a big part of life? Just avoiding hassle, making your life as simple as possible? Right, exactly. There's There are no cons. The pros are, you know, you know, if masks work, which science seems to say they work at least a minimum amount, then you're, you know, keeping others from getting sick. And... At the very worst, you have to wear a piece of cloth on your face. <laughs> I just don't think it's nice. enough of a hassle to warrant stabbing someone. <laughs> well, obviously, any physical altercation. I can't think of a reason Pe- to stab someone. Well, right. I shouldn't say that, but, <laughs> but oh, exactly. On, on the on the other end, is it worth arguing with someone to the point of being stabbed? Like, if someone's not wearing a mask and you're around them, maybe just like take a few steps away avoid sure. them yeah. you know if it's at a like at a public place maybe talk to whoever's in charge there and see if they can do something about it but i mean you know maybe a comment to the person like hey you're not wearing a mask do you, or like if they're trying to get too close to you you can make a comment whatever but at the very least if you see that he's going to be so aggressive he's going to stab you like maybe i <laughs> right. back away yeah no it, that is definitely something like i would not touch you just you don't know what people are capable of and you don't know like what their you know real opinions are maybe the guy forgot his mask maybe he's gonna stab you because you talked to him about it you know it's it's yeah it's definitely not worth it especially now when everything is so heated it'd be interesting to talk to some business owners to see um i think they're kind of split on this issue because a lot of businesses wanted a, a mandate that said you have to wear the masks in the stores just to kind of get themselves off the hook where they don't have to say like it's a store policy now they can say like Oh, it's a it's a state law. You have to wear a mask. But on the flip side, which you know, there's there's pros and cons to it. Now the the store owners are, you know, risking a fine potentially or a citation, which is part of this executive order, if they don't enforce this mask rule in their stores. And that may lead to more altercations with business owners and unruly customers. So I can see both sides of the coin where it's good. It's not the source policy. It's the law. That's what they have to do. But now the store owners are becoming a little more of an enforcement. Uh, well, I, I think you have to have the police take care of it if it's a, if it's that much of an issue. I if think, it, if it, it develops into an issue, then sure. Yes, I think, thankfully, the store owners don't need to take it into their own hands to uh, you know, evict the customer or whatever. All they need to do is refuse service and then ask them to leave. And if the person refuses, well, then they can call the police. Sure. But 
you know, hopefully the person will be a, a reasonable person and either leave or put on a mask, uh, and they won't actually raise it to a physical altercation. But, I mean, the store owners also need to keep a level head about it and understand that some people are just going to be too stubborn to put on a mask, and that's, you know, when you kind of just be patient and call the police and wait for them to arrive. You know, just let them kind of sit out their own temper tantrum. I just hope it doesn't develop into more stories like this where things like this happen more often because that would be bad. I mean, it's day, I guess, day two of this new mandate. But you know what? We had this mandate before in in big stores especially. Right. When we had that executive order a few months ago where you couldn't go into a store with whatever it was, a certain well, size, you had to wear a mask. Wasn't there a story like earlier this year where a guy was, he it was like a bouncer at a bar or a doorman somewhere. And in Detroit? He, yeah, and he got shot because he was trying to enforce it. it it was a similar story to this Could one, actually. Yeah, kind of crazy. It wouldn't be the first one. <laughs> Deep breaths, people. Deep breaths. Yeah, I think we could all do with just a more level head on our shoulders. I, I think we just need to kind of, you know, realize that it's not going to be forever, and we'll be getting through it, or whatever. You know, just, just don't deal with. Con- I just hate confrontation. It's not worth it. It's going to be a lot longer if you don't wear a mask. It's not. <laughs> it's not worth the fight. It's just not worth the fight. Um, but you know, the, the other thing is, I mean, um. You know, me at GM, we're, we're coming back to work slowly, and that was kind of the thing that, that you were uh, discussing a little bit earlier. Would you rather, and this is just, you know, personal opinion, would you rather work from home? I know some people are getting so tired of working from home. Some people love it. My brother loves it. It's not bad for me. I, I do miss my routine. I feel more productive going into the office. But would you rather go into the office and wear a mask or stay home and just do what we've been doing if you had the choice, which some people do right now? Well, I mean, I don't have much of a choice, right? I, I'm a well. For those who don't know, I'm a med student. No, ooh, yeah, there it is. I was waiting for it. <laughs> you paused for it. You brought that on yourself. <laughs> no, I was totally waiting did. for it, but but I, I don't have much of a choice, and the the health risk is really not something that's you know really an option for me. But um, I do know one thing, and that I hated working from home. I yeah. I was during we so my we had probably like three months off due to COVID reasons and the delays in my rotations. But anyway, during that time, I was pretty much doing, you know, research and other things from home and not leaving the apartment or not leaving my house drove me nuts. Like I just, I hate sitting in one spot for that much of the time, like all day. And I'm definitely more productive when I leave. Like it's crazy. You just, if you sit in one spot and you're lazy, you tend to be lazy all day, you know? (laughs) So I don't know. That's just my thoughts. Yeah, I, I agree, and I'm I was kind of in the the same boat. I didn't really have much much choice. I was finishing up my my law school, and now I'm studying for the bar. And I I had to find different places in in my parents' house to go study, just to kind of mix it up a little bit, get a little change of scenery. Um, I I, I really feel I I think I've finally gotten the hang of it now that I'm about two weeks away from taking the bar. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's coming up quick. That I've you know maybe finally figured out how to be productive working from home without needing to you know. Uh, encourage myself too much if you had a choice right now if, if you I, were to start work next week what would you do I, if if i had a choice what i would want to do is i would work from ho- or work from the office maybe one monday through wednesday i like that idea because monday kind of gets you off the weekend it gets right. you uh productive it gets you really motivated to get started and then you kind of just get everything you can get done monday tuesday wednesday in the office and then you work from home thursday friday maybe it's a little bit more casual Maybe it's not. Maybe you, 
you finish, it'll be more casual. It'll be yeah. a long weekend. That's, <laughs> that's no, what I hear when I say no, that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's clear as day. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, you, that's what I would do. You, you <laughs> Who fin- wouldn't? I mean, come oh, on. Hey, if you get Slip everything, if you sky. get if you get everything done that you're supposed to, sure. Monday through Wednesday, then you deserve it, sure. But Thursday, Friday, you just kind of wrap up whatever you need to be doing for the week. And you can do it from home. Set that Skype to busy. <laughs> the driving range. <laughs> all, you know all the tricks. Maybe. And, and obviously it would change depending on when deadlines are. Sure. When meetings are scheduled or whatever. But, yeah, my, my preference would probably be three or four days in the office a week, one or two days at home, just so I can really be productive. Because I, I do not like being lazy, being slothful, not getting things done. Like I really like getting things done and being on top of my work. So I would really prefer to just get everything done early in the office and then being able to maybe enjoy some half days or some long you know, days off Thursday and Friday. You, you know what was ridiculous when all of this started? Like the, the extent that companies would go to make sure that you were doing work when you went from home. Yeah. I, I know I know, like oh, my yeah. mom and, and my roommate, the, the same thing where they would have these ridiculous meetings every morning and it would be like, what are you going to do today? And they would spend an hour every day talking about what they're going to do that day. <laughs> And then my mom, my mom's a nurse. She's at Beaumont. She was doing, uh, she's, she's part of their uh, quality improvement group there, but she, she basically does research and she would literally have to time herself. Like they wanted her to sit there on her iPhone and press stop and start whenever she was working. You're kidding me. No. And like, what do you do that in an office? You you can't tell me that you get eight hours of work when you go into the office, like eight hours of straight work. Like that's ridiculous. Of course not. Just caveat i will have to do that when i start work all lawyers have to keep track of their time okay (laughs) this is a podcast for regular people not everyone's a lawyer i just i mean it's not not that unusual but it is completely unusual in that uh in that you know area and i hate it like when i had to do it just for my my summer associate position it was so annoying or when i had to do it uh working at the clinic at my law school it was so annoying, and it definitely did make me less productive. Keeping because, track of everything? Yeah. You're going to have to do that from now on. I know. I hate it. It's so dumb. I, I, I Well, they don't really have – well, it's – with law, it's different. You know, that's – they're kind of constrained to that just because of the nature of the billing process. Yes, I understand but, that. I understand that. But no. No, I haven't heard very many people say they like that process. I think your plan of doing that early week in the office and then a few days – you know, back at home at the end of the week. I think that's going to be very popular for a lot of companies and a lot of businesses are going to choose to run a similar format. I also think that after this, even when everything's totally back in place, uh, when everything's back to the totally normal, which at at one point maybe will be, probably will be, we'll get a vaccine. But I think there's going to be so many more people working from home just in general now. They've realized that they can do it. They're saving gas. The company's probably saving money on energy costs, just having people in the building. So if people can work from home efficiently and they're still getting the job done, I don't know if we're ever going to see rush hour as as big as it was pre-COVID. I hope not. I yeah, would be, be great. Awesome. That would be great. <laughs> That's one positive. A silver huh? lining. Yeah. Exactly. Another silver. It's, it's always fun to find these silver linings. Along with your three-day work week. Exactly. <laughs> I, Hit the driving range for lunch on Tuesday I or saw, on Thursday. I saw a stat somewhere that 37% of jobs could be done completely from home. Completely from home. Oh, was it 37 you said? 37%. I believe now, that. Now, imagine the jobs that can be done partially from home. Sure. It's, it's got to be a lot higher. So let's say you just take even less than that, maybe 25% of the workforce out of the office. You're going to have companies that don't need to have as much office space so they can reduce their costs there. You're going to have people that don't need to drive into work. 
So they don't care so much about where they live. They can go live a couple hours from their office because they don't need to go in, right? Mm. I mean, I this is kind of a very specific example, but I know that um, at the United States Patent and Trademark Office, the trademark examiners are not required to live near Alexandria, Virginia at all. They can live anywhere in the country. And the USPTO has been doing that forever. And I think it's a great system. They have to go work in the office for maybe their first year, and then after that they can go live wherever they want. And they just work completely You just got to find a place to go so you can be more productive, I guess. Huh? Yeah, well, your salary can go a lot farther in, uh, <laughs> in mid-Michigan. You can build than, your own office in your backyard. Yeah, than, than it can in you know Metro Washington, D.C., or whatever they call it, That's the D.C. True. area. Yeah. I, I don't mind working from home. Like I said, it's more productive being in the office. I don't mind wearing a mask. I don't really care. Uh, it's just going to be kind of interesting to see how these companies evolve now that this is getting into middle of July, August, September. You know, what's going to happen? Are we going to really go back totally in the fall? I, I, I kind of doubt it. I'm going to be online for my school in the fall. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are doing that, which, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, no, it's uh, it's definitely something that people are, are, are making the transition to, and I, I really think it's going to be more permanent even long after this is done. We're just going to be working from home. A lot more people will be. I don't think that's a bad thing either. It's not. I think we can be more productive even working from home. Well, you can. It's can't. possible. It's possible. You avoid the chitter-chatter. It depends on the, the person. The water cooler talk. You have time for yourself, so you're happier. Don't you want that camaraderie, though? Don't you want to talk to your coworkers at the water cooler? Talk I about the game last night? I know everybody I need to know. Um, <laughs> you know enough people. Um, really quick, though, I, I wanted, um, as, a, as a quick aside, um, Bovada listed the top odds for the new name for Washington's team, if you want to hear them. Oh, yes, I do. Let's uh, get back to we'll this. We'll see what money you put on it. Uh, what do you think the top name is? Oh, I bet Red Tails. Really? Yeah, because I've seen it a lot of places online, all over Twitter. It's tied at the top odds with also the Red Clouds. Wait, what? what? The yeah. Red Clouds? Yeah. I hadn't heard that one. What, what, is, what is the point? How what? is that the top odds? I, I don't know. Two to one? Really? Yeah. Who's putting money on that? That's <laughs> yeah, a terrible I, I would love to see the reasoning behind that. Um, I let's see. I must just be missing things. I had not seen that at all. This is, I, I think it just, eh, it came out pretty recently. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Oh, here. I'm... What will be the official name of the Washington NFL team for game one of the 2021 NFL regular season? Top odds are the Washington Red Tails or the Washington Red Clouds. Then it is the uh, Washington Warriors, followed by the uh, Washington Hogs or any hog variant. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love the description. Washington Hogs or any hog variant. Yes. Uh, that's plus 725. Uh, plus 800 is the Washington Monuments. Then there's a bunch at plus 900. The Washington Americans, the Washington Presidents, the Washington Federals. Uh, then it goes down to the Washington Generals at plus 1,200. Washington Lincolns at plus 1,400. That Honestly, this list really goes to show you how easy it would have been for them to pick a better name. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, the Lincoln. clouds is stupid. Wait, wait, wait. Just Red for, clouds? Wait, 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 stupidest wait, name ever. Wait, stop. Before, before you say any more about that, I found a Washington Post article from November of 2013. Oh, boy. Um that was suggesting a new name for the Redskins. Okay. This is back when it was really a hot topic too. And the the title the title of the article is The Washington Red Clouds, a team name to honor a great warrior and leader. So I guess Red Cloud was an American Indian leader that um 
probably had some sort of prominent place in the local tribe's history. I'm, I'm so sure I'm it just does. saying, we can't bash it that much. It does sound very silly for a football name. I think we can all agree on that. We can agree that it may but, be a good name, but it's silly for a football team. Well, it just it has historical significance, so maybe okay. we should just be well, a little bit more careful. I mean, that brings up the same problem we had earlier, though, with the, the historical significance doesn't really... I don't know, it doesn't drive with your everyday NFL fan, well, right? Well, 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 it's, I, it's different from care. calling it the Redskins, and like we had talked about earlier, the Chippewas, where you're honoring a tribe rather than using a racial slur. Sure. What yes. would you put money on if you were placing a bet? Probably Red Tails. It's, it's the favorite odds, plus 200. But Not I, not too bad. Two to one on your money, right? Well, okay. Get, mm. The Warriors, right there, plus 250. Warriors. I like that. Well, that's a cool name. Warriors wouldn't be bad. Warriors wouldn't be bad. Is uh, Washington Senators are plus sixteen hundred. I'll just finish out the list. The last one's the Washington Founders at uh, plus eighteen hundred. So that's a long shot. I don't know. Washington Lincolns is ridiculous. Don't mind generals. <laughs> They're fine. I, I don't know. I, I I think the Warriors are pretty cool. I think the Red Tails are cool too. I think the monuments are silly. What, what would you no, name them? If you came up with your own name, do you have anything just right off the top of your head that sounds good? I, I have no, too much nothing. thought into it. No. I, I, I like some of these names to be honest. Zach had mentioned the Red Wolves either. Yeah, earlier. no, I just saw that online. I the thought that's yeah, yeah. I thought it was a uh That's not bad. I would actually this is kind of interesting. The Red Wolves are not listed by Bovada, but they had six to one odds at um betonline.ag. This okay. is a this is a USA Today story. So, for whatever it is, but this article actually gets into the uh, entire details of it. When are they, when are they going to name a new name? When are they going to make this official? I don't think they said. Well, they, they what, can they, they hurry it up? They're they, in a trademark dispute with some realtor from Virginia. Jeez, oh, <laughs> <laughs> realtor from Virginia. Yeah, some realtor from Virginia went on and registered maybe a dozen different uh, possible names for the Washington football team. <laughs> Genius. Not really. Oh, come on. Not you, really. Why? All right, here you go. Here comes the lawyer talk. I no. got this earlier today. <laughs> oh, come on. That's well, just being savvy. Well, That's guys, just being savvy. Well, guys, he has oh. to prove that he's using the trademark in the way that he was going to do it. No, 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 no. I'm not getting into the weeds of the law. I'm just saying it's the same type of people who... If you have a house on like a piece of property that's gonna be have the new LCA on there, you're holding out. Or you're gonna buy a property there to hope that it goes it, up in value. It's a little different. It's really? a little different. Is be- it? Why? You're just trying to buy something cheap and then sell it later for a big profit. Yes. Right. Yes, I agree. Okay. Um, but you just, it's it's risky because there are fees for registering a trademark, and you have to assume that the Redskins are gonna want the name, the specific name that you registered. And because you can really probably only afford to register a small gamut, you know, a dozen is not really a ton of options in the grand scheme of things. Uh, so the team—it's a gamble. Plus, the team has the ability to invalidate your registration if they really want to, because you're never going to use it the way that you need to. And to have a trademark, you need to use it the way you need to use it for that product. Maybe he has a website dedicated to each trademark that sells a certain type of product. He could have thought of everything. Well, it would have to be for football. Uh, products or a, like a football team a, a fo- it would have to be for basically for a football team i i i know it, it i wonder if there's any like i wonder if this is going to just totally backfire on him like it's going to be just worthless i, I don't should think say. No, pointless i don't think it'll totally backfire on him but he's not going to get more than a few thousand dollars out of this he's not going to become rich overnight and you know a few thousand dollars might sound better than nothing but then you got to think about the money he put into it to either register the trademarks himself or hire a lawyer to do it so his profit, I mean, he might actually end up losing money on this. I just think, you know, if you're the Washington football team, 
maybe just pick a name that he doesn't have. Yeah. I think that's pretty simple. <laughs> no, I, I or, honestly, it's or, a stupid. Or honestly, pay him a few thousand dollars for the name and just get it over. Maybe with. so, but it's a it's a silly it shouldn't, business move. It shouldn't delay the renaming of the team, though. I just hope they figure it out soon. Dude, I don't know if you've seen the, the Red Tails. They, they have some, like, like mock, like, uniforms. Uh, I've seen uniforms. a lot of those. The Red Tails. good. The Red Tails uniforms look awesome. Let me see. Do you have it Right on? here. I don't. Like the it was just a mock up they did, but like the red tails look the best out of bad. all of those. Yeah. I do like that. I really think they could do some really cool stuff with that. With the sort of air force imagery. Yeah. I mean it, Plus it they're our... all better than they have. The red the Redskins uniforms right now are terrible. Sure. Oh yeah, they are really bad. <laughs> they really are. But Ugh. I I don't really like their color scheme to begin with, but it is unique, I suppose. Uh yeah, it's definitely unique, but not in a good way. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, okay, uh, do you guys want to wrap up soon? We're in hour three. Are we really? <laughs> yeah, it flew by. I knew it flew by. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's play our... the outro? Yes, let's play our outro. Okay. Uh, just a reminder, it's been great doing this podcast, it's our first so much episode. Fun. Uh, but just a reminder that you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, or you can listen to our podcast on anchor.fm slash cuttingoutearly. Our Twitter handle is at CuttingOutEarly. Our Instagram is CuttingOutEarly.podcast. Or you can uh, find us on Facebook, CuttingOutEarly, the podcast. Yeah. No, we re- I mean, seriously, uh, thanks to everyone who listened, if you made it this far. It, it's a lot of fun. We hope to do this every week. We're going to try to post them uh, as soon as we can. We're going to try to record on Tuesdays and just make sure that we're you know, giving you guys some good content, whatever it may be, but it's a lot of fun. Right, and if you didn't like this week's topics... Tune in next week because it'll be a whole new set, <laughs> a lot of stuff. Zach, yeah, good? feel free to you know give us, send us a you know comment and let us know yes. how we did. Please send us stuff. Um, okay, and That's on that it. note, we're cutting out. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs>